Isn't that a beautiful song? <laughs> I always pray that the, the song will go with the message, and it really does today. And God is good. He'll be enough. He is our enough. Isn't that wonderful? And it's so true. Shall we just look to the Lord in a word of prayer? Our blessed Heavenly Father, we thank you that we have your word. We pray that you have given us your promises. We thank you that you have taught us from your word. You've, you've caused us to experience your presence and your power and your help all through our Christian walk from the moment we're saved until the present moment. And we're just so thankful for what you've done for us. And we pray now that you will speak to our hearts through the word and open our minds and help us to apply it to our lives. And we pray that you will hide me behind the cross, Lord, and that your word will come forth and touch lives. We pray in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. You know, God has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. It says in 2 Peter 1.3, As his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness, through the knowledge of him who called us through the, who called us by glory and virtue by which we have given to us exceedingly great and precious promises that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust the title of our message today is god's enablement god's enablement that word enablement is a beautiful word. It is defined as the action of giving someone the authority or means to do something. God has given us all the enablement we need to live the Christian life in this world. He's given us all the enablement we need to serve him, to proclaim the gospel and to do all the things that we do. God's enablement. Every Christian needs God's enablement. We can't live, we can't do anything on our own. There's an old expression that goes like this. No man is an island. And that is so true. We're not loners. We're not those who can do it by ourselves. We need each other. And that's why God has brought us together collectively as a church, his saved people, to live for him and serve him and be his witnesses in this world today. There's a beautiful verse that Paul gave to Timothy in 1 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 12. And here Paul writing to Timothy says, And I thank Christ Jesus our Lord, who has enabled me because he counted me faithful putting me in to the ministry. Paul went through so many experiences in his life and he found that the Lord was always enough for him. He was always sufficient for him. He was always with him in no matter what he went through, no matter how hard it was. In the times he was in prison and the times he experienced losses and difficulties and hardships and all the things, he found God was to be his strength. Ephesians 6.10 says, Finally, my brethren, 
Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. You know, if you've ever heard the expression of a of a marathon runner, they oftentimes say, I got my second wind. And when you run the 26 mile marathon, you need a second wind and sometimes a third wind to get to that 26 miles. And sometimes the last part of it is the hardest of the race. There was a story told by Grant Lovejoy, who said this. He said a recent documentary pointed out that the cheetah survives on the African plains by running down its prey. And I learned something about this big cat. This big cat can sprint up to 70 miles per hour. But you know what? The cheetah can't sustain that pace for very long. Because for his size, being such a a large animal and can run that fast, it has a very small heart. So it has to catch the prey right away. If it has to run very far, it gets tired out. It has to give up the pursuit. And so many times as Christians, we tend to give up. We tend to be good starters. We start well and we run fast in the beginning. But then we, we lose sight. Of what we're doing. We, we go into projects with great energy. But we don't sustain it. We fizzle out. We fail to finish. And that's very difficult to do. And so we need to be those who trust the Lord for his strength. For his power. For his grace every day. The Lord gives us the enablement spiritually. He gives us the enablement physically. He gives us the enablement mentally and emotionally. And we need it from day to day. Someone said, all our strength that once would fail us, if deserted, Lord, by thee, nothing then could aught avail us, certain our defeat would be. Those who hate us, thenceforth their desire would see. Yes, if we didn't have the Lord, we would be trampled under by Satan. We really would. Satan is much stronger than we are. He really is. He's a powerful foe. He's a roaring lion. He seeks someone whom he may devour all the time. But we have the Lord. He enables us to have victory over over Satan. He gives us the whole armor of God to put on to fight the good fight of faith. Yes, we can't do anything without the Lord, but we can do everything with the Lord. I love what it says in Philippians chapter 4 and verse 13. We can do all things through Christ. It says, Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Now, a while back, Steph Curry put on his tennis shoes, on his, on his sneakers that he wears to play the game. I can do all things. He puts the part of the verse on there. But he needs to put the whole verse on there because that first part of the verse doesn't work for me. I don't know if it works for you. I can do all things. No, I can't. I can't. But I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Then it's true. It is true. Because God gives us the strength to be overcomers and to to be victorious. Yes, it is a true statement. And he gives us empowerment. He empowers us and gives us the grace. Someone said the 
The will of God will never lead you where the grace of God cannot keep you. And that is so very, very true. So our first point today is we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And we all need him because without him we can't. Secondly, not only can we do all things through Christ, but we can do nothing without him. And in John chapter 15 and verses 4 and 5, it says this. Abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. Verse 5. I am the vine. You are the branches. He who abides in me bears and I in him bears much fruit for without me you can do I couldn't hear you. Nothing. Nothing. Isn't that amazing? So many times in the Christian life, we think we can do it, don't we? We we think that we can somehow handle it. Oh, I've had experience in that. I've done that before. I can handle this. I have specific training on this or education on this. But Jesus said, without him, we can do absolutely nothing. Now, we can do things, but it's not going to accomplish Anything. It's not going to come to any good fruition if we don't have the Lord on our side. So it's like a two sided coin on one side of the coin. It says I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Then you turn over the coin and you see on the other side without me, you can do nothing. So he has made it clear to us that we need him so very much in our lives. When Moses sent out the spies to spy out the land, they came back, as we heard in the message last time, they came back with a message and 10 of them said, it's a great land, a land flowing with milk and honey, but there's giants there and they're in fortified cities and there's no way we can conquer them. And when we looked at ourselves and we compared ourselves to those giants, we were like grasshoppers compared to them. And they brought back a bad report that discouraged the people. And only two of them, Caleb and Joshua, brought back a good report and said, let's go up now and take the land. That's what Caleb said. But it was so sad they didn't they didn't do it. And then God told them, every one of you that all the men that came out of Egypt, all of you are going to die in the wilderness. You're not going to see the promised land. The very children that you called victims that were going to be victims, they are going to be the ones I'm going to give the land to. And the people were so sad and discouraged and they and they they were crying and they said, well, let's go up and take it then. Let's go up and do it. And Moses said, don't do it. Don't do it. God's not with you. And it says in Numbers chapter 14 and verses 39 to 45 It says, then Moses told these words to all the children of Israel and the people mourned greatly. And they rose early in the morning and went up to the top of the mountain saying, here we are. We will go up to the place which the Lord has promised for we have sinned. And Moses said, now, why do you transgress the command of the Lord? For this will not succeed. Do not go up lest you be defeated by your enemies. For the Lord is not among you. But did they listen? No. For the Amalekites and the Canaanites are there before you and you shall fall by the sword 
because you have turned away from the Lord, the Lord will not be with you. But they presumed to go up to the mountaintop. Nevertheless, neither the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord nor Moses departed from the camp. And then finally in verse 45, then the Amalekites and the Canaanites who dwelt in that mountain came down and attacked them and drove them back as far as Hormah. Yes, they went on their own. They said, we can do it. Let's go up and do it. Brad mentioned in his message about how they thought, AI, this little tiny city, we don't even need to go up, right? We don't need to send everybody. We'll just send a few. And they came back defeated because there was sin in the camp. And here these people now are saying, we'll go up. Okay, let's go. But the Lord was not with them. He didn't call them right then to do that. And sure enough, they were defeated by their enemies. And it was really, really sad. So when we try to do something that's not God's will, it is never going to work. It is never going to succeed. It is never going to get off the ground. We have to be in the will of God and doing what he wants us to do with him with us. Then it will be successful. And then finally, not only do we need to remember we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And need to remember also that without him we can do nothing. But the third thing is we need to live under the authority of our Lord Jesus Christ. And if he says it's yes, it's yes. If he says it's no, it's no. If he says it's stay, it's stay. If he says it's go, it's go. We need to do what he wants us to do and live under his authority, because we don't represent ourselves in this world. We're not selling ourselves or a certain brand of religion, but we're presenting Christ as the only savior of the world. And we go forth in his authority. It says in Matthew chapter 28 and verses 18 to 20. And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. And then he says, go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. Yes, we can be assured that we are going out in his authority. He's given us that authority to carry the beautiful message of the gospel. To a world that needs it. Yes, the Lord enables us in our lives today to walk with him, to serve him. He enables us to do his will. He enables us to be thankful in all things, even when things are tough. Yes, he gives us that enablement that we need. It's funny, I was listening to the news coming in and they were talking about... Uh, Libby Shaft was talking about Oakland and how they're having a stadium for the A's and the commission is going to meet now. And she said that the commission has to enable the project in order for it to go through because of all the work and all the things that have happened, it could still be out. It could it could not work if they don't give the approval. And so that's the way it is. With us, God gives us the enablement. He gives us the strength to keep going and to do his will. I found a beautiful poem that says this. 
God's or a beautiful song that says this. It's an old one. We don't have it in our book. I looked it up, but it's a kind I think it might be even a Maranatha song, but it says God forgave my sin in Jesus name. I've been born again in Jesus name. And in Jesus name, I come to you to share his love as he told me to. He said freely, freely you have received freely, freely give. Go in my name, and because you believe, others will know that I live. All power is given in Jesus' name, in earth and heaven, in Jesus' name. And in Jesus' name, I come to you to share his power as he told me to. He said, freely, freely you have received, freely, freely give. Go in my name, and because you believe, others will know that I live. So let's consider this morning these beautiful truths. First of all, God is with us and he has promised us we can do all things through him who strengthens us. When we do anything in his strength, in his power and according to his will, it will succeed. It will be a blessing. It will be fruitful. And then we need to remember that without him, we can do absolutely nothing of any good or value for the kingdom of God unless we trust in Him, abide in Him, walk with Him and obey Him. And then we need to remember that we're not going out in this world by our own authority, but the authority of Christ to carry the message, to live before people and to share with them how the Lord has changed us, touched our lives. As we sang this morning, He touched me He touched me. And oh, the joy that floods my soul. Shall we just close in a word of prayer? Our Heavenly Father, we thank you that we have all the promises of God. We have all the enablement, Lord. We have all the things that pertain to life and godliness. You have equipped us. You have empowered us. You have energized us. And we pray, Lord, that this week, We will be a blessing to others every day of our lives in some way or another that we will show the love of Christ to those around us. And we just thank you for your word, Lord. We pray that you'll inspire us and encourage us and challenge us. Help us to go forth from this place, Lord, with all the strength you have given us. We thank you that you're our enough. You're our sufficiency. We don't need anything else. We just need you. And we thank you and praise you in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen. Amen.